0: Hey everyone, want to tell you about an incredible company called Air Doctor Pro. You can go to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code fasting life to receive up to $300 off one of their amazing air filters. Um, by supporting them, you're supporting us and the show. I want to tell you an incredible testimony. We now know that the indoor air is two to five, sometimes up to 100 times more polluted um, than the outdoor air, according to the EPA. And My son has been struggling with sleep. He hasn't slept. He's over two years old. He had not slept through the night his entire life. My wife and I had done everything. We could not figure it out. We put an Air Doctor Pro in his room, and I am not kidding. The first night, he slept through the night. Up, He went over 30 nights in a row for the first time ever, sleeping through the night. We don't know what it did or what was in the air because we've had our house tested. But whatever it's doing is allowing him to rest and sleep peacefully for the first time. And for that, it is absolutely priceless. Air Doctor Pro comes with a 30-day Breathe Easy Money Back Guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund. minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com. Use the promo code fasting life to receive up to $300 off any of their air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers. You'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock in the special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com
1: We started Fasting
0: for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey, everyone, welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier, and I'm here as always with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Scott, how are you? Fantastic, my friend. I am looking forward to today's episode and today's conversation. Uh, We are going to be breaking down the anatomy of a success story and an alternate title might be called the underbelly of a success story. And I like that. Yeah, it's going to be a cool conversation. We've been unpacking this over the last few months um, as so many people have been listening and reaching out and been part of our challenges and our emails and all newsletters and all of the conversations that we've had around fasting Mm -hmm. and the fasting for life lifestyle. So I think it's going to be a cool perspective shift and hopefully impactful for all of you and us that are on this weight loss and sustainability journey, right? Yeah. So I think it's going to be fun. Lots of cool in-between conversations that we're going to have. We're going to highlight some success stories that have been shared with us, but really unpack what an ideal or what the anatomy, the innards, the the insides of a true success story looks like. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you want to learn a little bit more about Tommy and I, you can go back to the episodes uh, zero in episode one, go ahead and listen about 20, 25, maybe 30 minutes of content there, learn about our story and why we started the Fasting for Life podcast and what we're about. Hmm. And then uh, if you're a weekly or long time listener, shout out to y'all for, th- for continuing to listen and continuing to engage and just really appreciate uh, all of you that listen in each week. So Tommy, let's open up. What are we looking at when we talk about the anatomy of a success story?
1: Well, I feel like um, a good place to start is to to remember that a lot of times if we're exposed to what may be called a success story or a weight loss journey or a successful transformation, sometimes it's as simple as like a before and after photo. And and really It's up to us to to kind of draw the conclusions like what kind of you know what kind of work went into that what kind of exercise or nutrition was involved how many things did they have to track were there trainers or doctors involved like like and and there's there's usually no talk about the actual um self-talk that goes involved that's that's involved with that or the the self-doubt or maybe the frustration or maybe the plateaus or the setbacks The derailing, the regain train, any number of things that could be helpful as far as perspective goes, because I could find myself in the middle of a of a successful journey right now, and I might not even realize it because I'm not going from from a simple point A to a point B in like a very straight line, fast, you know, just like a like a rapid Transformation between point A and point B. I may be in the middle of of one of those 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 suck points right now. One of those like stumbling blocks, and and it, it might be really discouraging or or frustrating. Um, but that that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm I'm not on my way to success right now. So I I, I feel like that's that that's where some of this conversation kind of started, perspective wise. Yeah, we're gonna highlight
0: uh, one main success story from a woman that I've known personally and professionally over the years. And a recent post that we've seen about the maintaining of a 70, I don't know, excuse me, an 80 pound weight loss over the last like 18 months, just over 18 mm-hmm. months, right? Wow. So major success story right there in itself. And yeah. there's so many similarities between her journey and some of the things that you were just alluding to. But I love that starting point. Well, I don't love it. I acknowledge <laughs> that the starting point on a weight loss journey, right? Is, is a little bit different for everybody, but most of us get the the outside inputs, like you mentioned, the before and after photos, right? Mm. I mean, there's even now trend going around where people will, um, and I'm always weary of these, right? Like conspiracy theorists at heart, I'm like, sure. I, not conspiracy theorists, but very, um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna trust that right away. Like I'm yeah. very like analytical, you're gonna like prove it to me, like before you get in the tree of trust or in sure. my inner circle, right? Yeah, like right. I'm very, protective of that. Right. So I'm yeah. always like looking through a skewed eye and I'm like, okay, well, the people that are up there juggling around being like, yeah, look at this, look at this extra weight, look at this belly. And then, yeah, you know, right. six months later, they're, they're rocking Johnny six pack. And I'm like, yeah, a little too excited about it. Huh? Okay. A little yeah. too excited about the, the feeling in, in the kind of yeah. where I started. Right. And where you started, where so yep. many people started with the 10 20 30 40 years of struggle or not mm-hmm. necessarily struggle because in the moment it not it's not all bad but the yeah. the waking up feeling tired the the conversations with the doctor the the um, you know for me it was the the fitting in an airplane seat at one point mm-hmm. was uncomfortable yep. right yeah the oh hey big guy I'm like great I don't know you why are you calling me that yeah. like yeah I know yeah. I, I I know I could lift you off the ground and throw you through the window I'm not going to do that <laughs> okay but like why are you calling me that right yeah. so all of those points. so we we get a lot of that external input of what a success story looks like. And it's just for you and I, but today we're going to highlight, you know, a listener's success story and the fact that it's a it is not a journey with a necessary endpoint, and that's how a lot of people mm. like to look at it, where yeah, where it's what's my end target weight? Well, a lot of people don't even know or they have a number that's not even linked to anything other than an unrealistic point or time in their mm. life.
1: Yeah. That like probably a time machine number.
0: Yeah, a time machine number, right?
1: Yeah, and like so d- defining that point that that A to Z, that A to B, that that endpoint like that in in simple terms like that can really that can almost be the source of a lot of that frustration. Where where I can't really appreciate the forest for the trees when I'm on the journey realizing I I I am successfully doing this, whether that's it's fasting or you know it's weight loss, it's it's some sort of health balance that I'm I'm looking for or or anything else, it, it can sometimes be hard to appreciate the actual journey when I'm so hyper focused on that goal, especially if I haven't hit it in the past. If I've tried this before, it hasn't worked and then right now it doesn't feel like it's working or going as fast as I think it should be then it that can be really demotivating and and i i i, th- I think that's going to come up uh, a few times in 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 this listener story as well
0: yeah and there's a couple different points along this journey that we're going to highlight and the beginning part was the exposure to fasting which took place mm. you know back in 2019 and it was simply the interaction that was kind of almost like a drive-by. It was like, hey, I haven't seen you. Wow, you look different, right? And it's like, what have you been doing? Okay. I'm like, well. That's what she was, she was telling yeah, you, you. Yeah, this. yeah, I'm okay. like, well, I've been, right. I've been fasting. Tell me about it. Okay, well, here's the book that I read, right? And yeah. now we encourage people to not break the first two rules of fasting, which are don't talk about fasting and don't right. talk about fasting unless you're in our commu- uh, free community group. Uh, feel yeah. free to talk about fasting, right? Or if you're right. in the, you know, you have a fasting buddy. Yeah, go ahead and talk yeah. about fasting. Or if company. you're reaching out yeah. to us, right? or people that are experienced in fasting, but it, and it was, uh, you know, so now we recommend, we get this question often like, well, how do you turn people onto fasting, a spouse or a friend or a coworker? Yeah. Well, I mean, I I started by reading books and then finding podcasts, right? So we recommend mm-hmm. the same thing. Send them, send them your favorite episode, right? Keep it light, but don't be surprised if they don't listen, right? So sure. um, having known this individual, you know, over the years, uh, knowing that there was 30 years of weight loss struggle mm. and that there was stress and there was food, bad food choices, right? I shouldn't say bad, but sabotaging food choices, mm. a lot of restaurant food, not home cooked meals, a lot of fast food. Like I said, lots of stress, uh, some social inputs, right. From family and friends too, of the, of the close social network, mm. uh, that they kept. And knowing that there was always this desire, right, and this short-term launch energy that would happen when we'd run challenges or we'd run, you know, 28-day, you know, uh, detox challenges or Mm -hmm. weight loss resets or we'd bring in a new metabolic program, right? This person would always be first in line and they would do great for a couple of weeks, motivated, right, couple of weeks. Yeah. Right. So I, I want to unpack it real quickly in 10 seconds or less is what we found is there's a launch energy, right? There's an ascension where you have to work through some of the the hurdles and sticking points. I'm already over sure. 10 seconds, 30 seconds <laughs> or less. Then there's a breakthrough after maybe like 60 to 90 days where you're like, okay, le- life feels a little different. Things are a little easier. You look back and you're like, wow, aha, I got it. Yeah. Breakthrough. Yep. And then there's the cultivate portion where you're starting to get comfortable in the new you after some substantial weight loss or mm-hmm. weight loss that's result in maintaining the loss for the first time ever Confidence, where people yep. are confident people are starting to look at you different you're feeling different your sleep's better your brain fog's more gone natural
1: it's feeling yeah. like yeah let me summarize it this way you
0: feel like you again
1: yeah yep, okay yep, so yep. in a
0: minute or less so Uh, and then the last part would be that sustainability piece. And that is the actual framework over, you know, this individual lost 70 pounds or 80 pounds in, in, um, in about 12 months and kept it off for the entirety of 2021 and up until this point, six months into 2022. So 18 months of sustainable weight loss with a raised hand that says, I'm ready to get rid of the last 15 yeah so one, two, three, launch, ascend, breakthrough, stumble, breakthrough, stumble, ascend, breakthrough, <laughs> back to breakthrough, back to ascend, yeah. Oh, I gotta relaunch. okay, back to <laughs> back to some getting through some sticking points and we'll unpack in terms of fasting hours and and all the stumbling blocks on, uh, along the way. yeah, um, and then and then to the cultivate part where it's like, all right, I'm starting to get traction again. Okay, now I'm ready to to push through because i've been through that cultivation i've been i've been you know leveling up i've been seeing things differently i've been talking to people differently i have a new circle of people that that i'm that i'm you know uh, surrounded by i have a different support yeah. system all of those things are a little bit different for everybody along the journey but they're all checkpoints that i feel like most of us hit
1: yeah and i th- i think that's one of the difficult parts whenever you start especially with with something like fasting where if if you're not around other people who are doing it, then it can really feel like, okay, this is working. I've got, I've gotten some, some quick results with it, but I'm not sure. And that's why we get a lot of those questions. I think, um, like, how do I maintain this? How many calories do I need to maintain this? How many hours do I need to, to keep the weight off? Once I get there, once I lose 60 pounds or a hundred pounds, whatever it may be, but sometimes fast forwarding and zooming to that point in the future can, can be too much for us to like to handle. Like we, we can't visualize it. I can't see myself 50 pounds from now or 100 pounds from now. That's a totally different version of myself. I'll be making completely different decisions and I'll be thinking about them differently than I do now. It's physically, it's impossible not to to be a different version of myself. There's no way that I can be the same today and, and six months or a year from now and have, have lost that much weight. It's, it's impossible. And so it's, it's, it's hard to to imagine my, myself in that position too.
0: Yeah. Hey, Fasting Fam, want to let you know about an incredible company that we've partnered with, Aquatrue.com. Promo code FASTING4LIFE to receive 20% off any Aquatrue purifier. These are not your old school Um, pitcher filters or your refrigerator filters. We're talking about a proprietary four stage reverse osmosis purification process. Their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing, which if you've priced those whole home water filtration systems, you know exactly what I'm talking about. These incredible countertop versions, they do have one under sink mounting model as well, but they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters. Like I mentioned, and they're specifically designed to combat this new Group of chemicals that the Environmental Working Group has done a deep dive on these forever chemicals called PFAS or PFASs. These are in 45% of our US tap water, 45%. These things can lead to endocrine system disruption, certain types of cancers, liver toxicity. And I'm so glad that there's now a countertop affordable version of this incredible technology. So as we fast, we know that water outside of a little black coffee and tea is the only thing that we drink. So if we're trying to get the biggest bang for our buck, we're trying to increase autophagy and inc- allow our bodies to heal, shed the weight, get healthy, reverse disease, then why not give it the absolute best quality water that you can? So AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It even makes a great gift, like I mentioned my aunt and uncle. Um, today, as one of our loyal listeners, if you support them, you're supporting us, you're going to get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code fasting for life. F-A-S-T-I-N-G-F-O-R-L-I-F-E. That's 20% off any of the AquaTrue water purifiers at AquaTrue.com. So so this, this story, this individual story is so powerful then because it was start, stop, start, stop, stop, start, stop with mm. all of the challenges and the 30 days and the two week resets and all the things that we were trying to do. Like we'd have these fun workshops and we would do like percent body weight challenges and we do giveaways and we give away mm-hmm. trips and TVs and grills and barbecues. And, yeah. you know, we'd have a lot of fun with it, right?
1: Get fired uh, up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And fun. and we would lead those and ironically enough through all of those challenges, I continued to tick up on the scale and my sure, body composition yeah. continued to get worse, but that was, you know, uncovered later with the insulin resistance and et cetera, but we're not going to yeah. go down that rabbit hole now. But similar stumbling blocks, similar start, restart. So launch, ascend, launch, ascend. And through the ascension phase where you're like trying to continue to go is where the stumbling blocks happen. Mm. And then you have a breakthrough and then a setback and then all these different things. So just rat-a-tat-tat here, the things that were highlighted and we'll unpack some of these in her journey was food choices, right? Eating out a lot versus willing to cook at home, right? didn't have a family to cook for, right? Kids were away. Uh, mm-hmm. didn't didn't have to go home and, and have that meal time with the family, right? Knowing what to do, but not doing it. We'll unpack mm-hmm. that. Short-term delay for long-term reward. We'll talk about that when it comes to yep. fasting times and food decisions. You know, pushing on in a longer fast to break through the insulin resistance when the opposite action is taken. So you've got. You've got misinterpretation and, and misguided decisions based on, based on, uh, you know, the, the situation in the moment or the energy Mm -hmm. or the emotion of the moment, you've got the social family pressure, you've got the paralysis analysis, what you and I relate to a lot, right? Being more logical and like, I had all my spreadsheets, I had all my blood work, I had all my numbers, I had all my calories in calories out. I had all my heart rates, my blood pressure uh, readings, huh? Some still, ah, eh, well, you know, if the scale is going to tell me what I'm going to do tomorrow. And I'm like, no, yeah. right? And then you do it for a while and then fall off, right? And then mm-hmm. the conversations with the doctors, the lack of support, the medications, right? As a diabetic on insulin in this in this individual's case, on insulin, on on uh, metformin, on insulin, on a couple other diabetes, blood sugar um, mm-hmm. uh, medications, right? Yeah. So looking at all of these, you know, these all kind of fit into... Uh, don't fit into, excuse me, the anatomy of a success story that we see, yeah, on social media or on the weight loss mm-hmm. ads that you're standing in the checkout line at Sprout Supermarket and it's like lose thirty pounds in sixty in in ninety days and it's like before and after the woman holding the you know the the measuring tape yep and the newspaper. you know around her weight one of the reasons why we don't have any of that on any of our marketing branding or or podcast yeah. logo like we don't get out of here with the fork and the plate and the the measuring right. tape and the apple, get out of here. Like that's yeah. the old weight loss journey stuff. I've, so, I've seen thousands of those, I don't need to see anymore. Yeah, yeah, right? So the anatomy yeah. really of it is is like, you know, some of these things, and we'll start with this one, Tommy, is the short-term delay for the long-term reward, right? So mm. the opportunity, uh, knowing, right? Because I've had conversations over the years, like, okay, well, my numbers are still elevated during the day, even though I've lost 70 pounds. Well, that just indicates that the insulin resistance, the the underlying resistance, the hormonal balance hasn't been repaired fully yet. Sure. Numbers used to be 300s with multiple medications. Now they're 150s. Are those ideal? No. But reference point wise, that's a huge success, which in the Mm -hmm. moment could be a, I'm focusing on the frustration. I'm focusing on the negative.
1: Man. Yeah. And well, you just brought... Two of the big ones together there because that that focus on where I'm looking to go from here versus what have I already done, like celebrating the fact that I've made tremendous progress already rather than being hyper-focused on the fact that, man, I just can't seem to be breaking. I can't seem to break through this 150 number. I, I want my, my blood sugar to go down to you know 110 or go down to 90, but I just can't seem to push through. Don't forget about the 150 point. Breakthrough that you've just made over the last twelve months, right? Like that is huge. Well, more than that, because the hundred the the higher numbers were with medication. Oh yeah, well yeah, there you go. That, There's that's, another that's, layer. That's cheating on the test too, right? right? You got the you yeah, got yeah. the
0: bubbled in. You got
1: the the Scantron
0: scorecard. Yeah, right. or
1: whatever it's called, <laughs> the, the answer key. Yeah, you you hacked into uh, into the the database right there. Like you you had the answers to the test, and and you you're already doing phenomenal. So I I think that's an important point. Uh, is to to remember, like to keep reflecting on the, on the progress that you've made. That can be highly motivating to keep moving forward, to keep pushing ahead, even during those slower times. Like you're you're not always going to correct things on your own time. You can't tell your body, hey, you know what, blood sugar, do better. Like that, that's that's not gonna that's not gonna get you anywhere. But looking at the opposite side doesn't get you anywhere psychologically either. It can be really frustrating and demotivating to to focus on. On on how much farther I have to go versus what I've already accomplished. And this is one of the things that I would I would have conversations.
0: You know, every few weeks, right? It would be, oh yeah, I just can't get past that one ninety, that one seventy number. And it's mm-hmm. like, but you got past the two thirty, oh, the two twenty, the two ten, the two hundred, the, the one ninety, right. yeah, and the one eighty. So like, <laughs> what do you mean you can't get past the one seventy? It just hasn't happened yet. The data says you can. Yeah, it's actually (laughs) the opposite, right? Your mind is playing tricks on you. It's like okay, we're focusing on the next step, the next thing, and we're not stopping and being like, "Wow, I just lost fifty pounds." Right. You're a new person. Like you're still thinking as the old you.
1: Right. You are crushing it right now. (laughs) Yeah.
0: What do you mean you can't get through? Can we? Can you get a get a stand up and give me a hug? Like high five it out. Like yeah. You know and. So that's the, that's the difficulty sometimes in knowing what we need to do, but not doing it. Cause when we get Mm. to those points, right. Well, after we have a breakthrough like that, or maybe a little bit of self-realization, we're like, okay, wow, I can do this. But then it's like, okay, well now I have the answer. So maybe I don't have to push, maybe I don't have to Mm. make the good food choices. Right. Like I I know what I need to do, but I'm not doing it. Right. And that's where the outside pressure, the support piece can come into play where it's like, if your numbers are still high after that long of time, then there's still some imbalance there in terms of resistance, insulin resistance, right? Yeah. So, you know, food choices come into play, right? Making better food choices is one. And then the second would be a situation where there was a longer fast, right? So the recommendation for most people in this case, when you get to this point and maybe the blood sugar numbers haven't responded. And we'll, we'll share a a highlight from someone in our continuity group here in a second of this exact situation. Hey, I got a keto mojo and my numbers just, they're just, I just can't figure it out. I just can't figure it out. I just can't figure it out. I'm frustrated. I feel like they should be different, right? Like I feel like I should be at 70, my, my goal and it's spend 10 months and you're 70 pounds down or 80 pounds down. I just can't, I'm just not there yet. I'm just not there. yet, Right. So it's like, you know, you say you do a longer fast and this happened. You do Finally, was like, okay, recommendation to begin with is if you're stuck there, you need to push longer. You need yeah. to hit that 36-hour mark consistently a couple times a week. And, you know, this is one of the things that Dr. Fung says, too, is hit that mark because there's some cool physiological things that take place, right? Sure, yeah. You're increased, increasing insulin sensitivity. So what happened in this case, and, some, and, and the individual we're going to reference here in a second, too, was um, she... Was on a longer fast, right? Finally Mm -hmm. pushed through the, I know what to do, but I'm not doing it. Okay, yeah. Right? And had a Mm Keto-Mojo. Remember, paralysis by analysis person. Had all the Mm -hmm. data, had all the spreadsheets. Would track everything during those challenges. Got all my numbers. Got all my numbers. Well, my ketones were low and my blood sugar was high. Screw it, I'm just gonna break my fast. You had finally broken no. through and what those numbers were telling you was the opposite of what yeah. was done.
1: Yeah. Those numbers were telling you, you need a little longer. You need to give it some more time for insulin to keep dropping and for the blood sugar to keep coming down. But instead I got the data and it demotivated me yep. and it, it gave me that it gave me that permission almost in my mind to go, well, I guess, what i'm currently doing right now in the moment isn't working so forget about it throw my hands up in the air let me i'm going to just going to break this fast and i bet that wasn't the most nutritional fast break that this person had ever had either because now i'm going to look for for some emotional fulfillment or enjoyment from whatever i'm about to do right now because that demotivator made me feel bad so I, I, it, I bet that wasn't great. And we
0: had someone recently mention, Hey, I just had my longest fat just broke through my longest fast. And it was like, Hey, heck yeah. Let's celebrate this. It was, I don't remember. Right? It was like 30, 36 hours or something. They're, they're reversing some metabolic disease. They're reversing some diabetes and working on some substantial weight loss. Right. Yeah. Man. And you know, anatomy of a success story. So what is the anatomy? What do the innards look like? Well, this is it. Right. right. So, yeah. so, uh, I think you had commented like, hey, great work. Why don't you do something to reward yourself? And the reply yep. was, well, no, I don't want to do that because I just want to keep the momentum going. And you momentum. had an aha in real time.
1: Yep, yeah, in, in real time, I go, I, I wonder if she thought I meant rewarding with food. And that's, that's not what I meant in the moment, but I didn't clarify it. And she was like, yeah, that, that, is, that is what I was thinking. So I, I did go ahead and, and, and reward myself in another way right
0: yeah the rewarding of yourself in another way is hey I achieve something I want to celebrate this yeah. even though I'm not at my end goal I'm not going to get overwhelmed I'm not going to misinterpret the data I'm not in again this is not an absolute 100% of the time you need to be perfect this is a showing up consistently with a little self-awareness and a mindset shift over time there you, you go you go through those breakthroughs and then you end up cultivating this new you over the weeks Mm -hmm. to months, which leads to that sustainability part. So yeah, it was like, no, go get your nails did do something that (laughs) that you don't do. Go take some mom time, go take, you know, my wife always says you need a hobby. And I'm like, well, no, I've got you and the kids. I'm good. It's like, all you do is work. And, and then we'd see on the, I'm like, yeah, I know, but okay, fine. Shush. Okay. Whatever. Right. So, but it's like, Part of that speaks to me, too, in the, in the self-sabotage category, which I love that she didn't, right? Because that's mm. part of our connection, our emotional connection to our story, yeah. which a lot of the times is connected to our weight loss journey. And for mm. me, I was always, you know, I had shared this at some point. I don't remember on a live or in a challenge. I can't remember when I shared it, but it was like you get close to a set point number, like a number that you've been at before that you've yeah. never been able to break through. Or, you know, some people start saying, like, I used to be the big guy. I was the guy who could, I was asked to move everybody and I could bench press Buicks and, you know, lift, you know, 500 pounds. And I could, I would, I was always the guy that was asked to do, I was always the big guy. Hey, big guy. Hey, big guy. Hey, big man. Big man was my nickname at one point. Big I man, had yeah. no neckasaurus, no neck. <laughs> Scotty, no neck. Cause I had no neck. Like it was literally right. my ears touched my traps, right? Like those yeah. are my names. So when I started losing the weight and somebody would be like, wow, you look skinny. You look little. I'd be like, I don't know if I enjoy that. You can't tell right now, but I'm making the stank face. Like, right? ew, right? So like (laughs) our stories become intertwined with our identities, and that doesn't happen overnight. So Mm. what I love about the anatomy of the success story um, with this woman is that, you know, kept the weight off for 18, 70 pounds over 18 months, off insulin, no longer a diabetic, having more pre-diabetic numbers, right? but still yeah. struggling with the self-sabotage when it comes to food choices.
1: Yeah, and so at, at that point when she actually went and, and pushed, through, pushed through that 36 hour point, then she got to the, the 50 hours, the numbers weren't giving her the, what she was looking for, what she was hoping for in that moment. Well, guess what? Yeah, eventually they did. But it, it took a bunch more times of getting past that 36 and even the 48-hour mark to, to keep consistently hitting those over time in order for her to start seeing those numbers slowly drop and that that long-term insulin resistance. I mean, you're talking about insulin resistance that was building for, for over four decades. decades. Yeah, four yeah, f- decades yeah, yeah. ago, right? I mean, it's been a long time in the works and that insulin resistance can pile on way before the weight starts to accumulate. I mean, for everybody, it's different. But like if, if you're if you're literally thinking about this as an unwinding rather than just a quick A to B, oh, OK, if I uh, I should be able to, to drop a pound or two a week and just a quick A to B, it's not it's not so simple. There There's a physiological unwinding and then there's a psychological unwinding that has to take place as well. 70 pounds over the course of a year is what, Tommy, one point like yeah, one like point a,
0: like one and a half. Yeah, one and, and a half running. pounds a week. Right. Yeah. And she's doing it like. When you think about that, what it could be like in a year from now, what the anatomy of your success story could look like. Mm -hmm. Um, I know my dad is in a similar situation now. Luckily, because the last roadblock or sticking point that we hadn't talked about yet was Mm -hmm. the doctor and the medication conversation,
1: Oh yeah. which,
0: you know, when you get to a a point and you get your doctor's blessing. Right. And Mm -hmm. by the way, they work for you. So if you don't have someone that's in your corner, find someone. That's going to support you on what you want your journey to look like and what you want your life to look like. If you don't want to take medications, find someone that's willing to help find someone that is willing to help you manage them and get off of them by making these changes, by fasting, by balancing the hormones, like find someone. And there's not a lot of people out there, so I know it's tough. So you got to kind of walk this tightrope, right? But Mm. say you're doing it and you get the green light air quotes and you go ahead and you come off some of the medications and your numbers tick up a little bit but now you're actually getting a real-life image, a real-life snapshot of what's happening. And you can see those numbers come down because the blood uh, sugar-altering medications like insulin and metformin don't let you tap into the natural physiology of weight loss, especially with insulin. They're constantly shutting the the fat-burning switch off, right? Mm. And then with metformin, it's, it's, it's constantly altering the amount of energy being released or stored in the liver. So you can't, yeah. you can't get off of, you know, the, the proverbial like hamster wheel. And my dad, right. luckily in the beginning, had me in his corner saying, dad, no, it's okay if you skip metformin for a day. Now I am not saying this as medical advice, so I just wanna, mm-hmm. this disclaimer is out there. But if you've ever missed a day, like you lived, right? <laughs> it's like, right. it's okay. Yeah. So my right. dad had me in the corner, but this woman didn't at points in time. It was like until she found someone that was in her corner to say, yes, it's okay to push past 36 hours, you know, one or two times a week. I think he recommended one. I'm like, if you want to get there faster and feel better about it and have less cravings and make better food choices, then Mm -hmm. yeah, go ahead.
1: Try to get them in. Try to hit that 30 hour mark twice a week. Right. Yeah. And then every time she, she started breaking those fast, it took some time. I think if I'm uh, correct me, if I'm wrong to start correcting what those food choices were whenever she was breaking those fasts, which had a major impact on what the blood sugar numbers were doing um, during the fast and after the fast as well, right? Yeah, I received a message once that I was
0: like, oh, I was doing so good and then, you know, I couldn't push through and then I broke my fast with fast food or we had pizza or or whatnot. And then recently I got a message in the last few months, I can't remember when, but it was like broke through, numbers have come down. Uh, longest fast yet, it's getting easier. Broke mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. fast with salmon, nice. uh, veggies, sweet potato, there one piece go. of pizza and a small cookie. Because before okay. yeah. it would have sure. been the entire pizza and the box of cookies, Yeah, yeah. right? So yeah. again, anatomy of a success story. That is yeah. a massive win. The cookie and the pizza are a massive win that you can have the restraint and the control that psychological unwinding on this, on your story, on this journey, um, to be able to do that. Right. And it's, it's just it, it same thing for me. It goes with the scale. One of our uh, members sent us a message and said, you know, I think my addiction to weighing myself every morning is over. I'm finally mm. experiencing fasting as a lifestyle and not focusing on the small weight changes. Cause he's close to his end goal. Yeah. You know, so making some pivots based on his life, not on the, Fat, air quotes, fasting or diet plan, right? Yeah. So he found out for him that day, the second half of day two, you know, when he's consistently fasting is more difficult. But then he gets through that, and it's exhilarating. And he's like, True. "Why? Why would I not be doing more of that? If this is where I feel the best, and this is yeah. where I, so let me set my day up to get to that point." And you know, he he shared that he's getting more time to spend with his family, read, pray, and enjoy life. Right. Awesome. Rather than being stuck in the muck and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, comparing yourself to what we see is that bef- just that simple before and after picture. Uh, you know, if you ever yeah. see any of those posts, right, it's like, it's like, you know, especially on social media, you know, I lost 30 pounds doing blah, blah, blah. And then there's a billion comments underneath that's like, oh, how'd you do it? What'd you do? Did you do this? Did you do that? What, this is what yeah. I'm doing. Right. And it's yeah, just like, what like powder this. did you do? Yeah. It's just crazy yeah. because we all crave that, that, that. That um not not acknowledgement, but that support that, hey, if you can do it, I should be able to do it too, right?
1: Right. Yeah. And I I, I love the the perspective uh contrast between between some of the folks or some of the points in, in a success story that are like if you're getting the data and you're interpreting it as, oh, well, it's not exactly what I expected, and then it's frustrating or demotivating you, like contrast that with the fact that, oh, wait a minute, hold on. Um, I'm looking at, I'm looking at these fast. I'm realizing that the second half of day two, like once I push past that point, it kind of it, like, it, it feels like it just, it just smooth sailing after that. Okay. That's what's working. That's how I get there. Let me do more of that. Let me do more of what's working because she was, she was doing what was working. But she was getting input that told her otherwise, and that was derailing her and And focusing on the frustration
0: of that rather than on the success of the journey. Right?
1: Yeah. So if we can be aware, if we can be aware that that's potentially a headwind for us on our success journey, then now we can accelerate the process. Now we can be prepared for one more of those important factors that can derail us. Yeah. One last one
0: last uh, example. I remember seeing uh, seeing a message recently that. Someone again had a keto mojo, had lost a considerable amount of weight, you know, was hmm. was down like forty-two or forty-five pounds, you know, in just a couple of months, right? Wow. And really looking, you know, the last 10 or 15 to get to their goal. I think they yeah. I think they had a 50 or 60 pound goal. It's it, again, the specifics don't really matter. The takeaway message is, you know, a couple of messages over the last couple of months of being like, hey, I'm I'm doing this, but my numbers are still up in the morning. Hey, my numbers mm-hmm. are still up in the morning. Hey. I don't, no matter what I do, my numbers are still up in the morning, right? Yeah. And just simply taking, and we did a whole episode on this, just simply taking, I think it was in the 60s, 61 or 62, maybe correct me because I think we just talked about it, Tommy, about moving your meal from dinner to breakfast, Mm, right? And just with that one simple change, he's noticed that he's been able to get the same ketone numbers that took him days to get. Right. Yeah. Um. Or like really strict, no carb days to get right into those yeah. keto numbers just by making that switch to an OMAD breakfast. He's noticed that his blood sugar numbers have dropped 30, 40 points in the mornings. So what that shows me is he's broken through a layer of resistance and figured mm-hmm. out his success journey, which again, going back to the overview as we wrap up today, which is You gotta have the launch, you gotta jump in, you gotta make the decision, the pain of staying the same, the pain of change has to be less than the pain of staying the same, right? Mm -hmm. You gotta be able to to act and get a result and then get motivation. And then you ascend through some of the stumbling blocks, right, hopefully you don't go backwards, right? And then you have a couple of breakthroughs and then you start to cultivate this new you and this new identity and this new weight loss and maybe your target, your end goal actually starts to come into, into purview. And then you've got the sustainability piece you know, for, for him in that example, I mean, that's that's a breakthrough, right? Like yeah. he's well on his way. Now over the next few months, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, if we look at big picture, 70 pounds in a year is doable with fasting mm-hmm. healthily. It's doable, but it may not yeah. be if you've got 120 to lose, it may not be, you know, okay, well then the next four months I'm gonna get to my end goal. It right. might be, let me get to 70, just like her example, and then hang out for 18 months mm-hmm. before I'm ready to actually push down to my final goal. Or maybe your goal will change, but that's the point here, yeah. Is that it's a little bit different, but the innards
1: look a little different than what it is that we typically yeah.
0: think and or see.
1: Yeah, that's like um, like we we can't we can't judge the the inner anatomy until we you know like take a look under the hood. I mean, it's right. it's literally you know uh, what what we can do to get the the right perspective to help on our own journey is is like is is learning from from where others have gone before us. So I I think it's it's pretty cool to to just understand that it's it's not necessarily all roses. And it's not always linear it's not always just a to b a, a quick transformation or the scale a quick, ain't gonna you know, do what it wants you to do even when you do it all yeah. right yeah right like it, it doesn't it doesn't just move down like one notch every single day where i get that direct um you know that direct feedback every single day it's not like that you know but at the same time i could be doing all the the things right and it might just be that i need a little bit more time whether that's time like weeks or months of of gaining confidence and slowly transforming my self image a little bit to lean into what's working or maybe it's a little bit more time on my fasting timer too maybe my 19 hour fast is just not quite enough to really break through some of the 30 years of insulin resistance i have or to start getting the the scale to budge so i i think it's i think it's just good to to understand um that these things might come up
0: yeah the two main levers as we wrap up um and we're going to have We're going to do a a little different, you know, encouragement at the end of today's episode to continue the conversation in the community group. Yeah. We're going to be going in and sharing uh, hashtag success, uh, or if you're before, you know, 1985, pound sign success, right? So everybody (laughs) nowadays, grandmas even know what hashtags are, right? Hashtag success. So you're going to click the link in the show notes, come to the group, and take one of those maybe things that you heard in today's episode that used to be a frustration but can be turned into a success, right? We'd like to say fail Mm -hmm. forward on this journey. Absolutely. Um, And maybe you're at a sticking point or maybe you're at a set point and maybe you're looking for a little bit more direction. Come to the group, share hashtag success, uh, put what it is that's been weighing on you or that the struggle point has been. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: we just have an incredible group of people um, in this community group that have incredible experiences. They're encouraging, they're uplifting. Um, And what we do is literally talk uh, around through, in between, up and down of this anatomy of what a a success story for each individual looks like. So uh, I'm really excited. Um, The response has been really cool since we've kind of changed our conversational direction with the podcast and just keep the comments coming. And the two main levers uh, that I'd started to say that I would look at if you're just listening and not sure what to do yet would be A little bit of self-awareness, so a little bit of self-reflection, and then keep the main Mm. thing the main thing, which is um, if you're having trouble sticking with a consistent fasting window or pushing your windows, start with something that you can commit to and just start there and then slowly continue to increase. So we always want to give you something that's actionable. Obviously, the fasting for life journey for us, Tommy, has been incredibly impactful, uh, but we want to see you guys inside the group this week. Uh, Click the link in the show notes, hashtag success come in, drop your thoughts, drop something that resonated with you on this journey, Tommy. Um, I think it's going to be a cool, cool conversation.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, and a a cool opportunity to encourage others as well. Kind of like, like paying it forward and like when you stop and smell the roses so that you can appreciate the the small successes on your journey or celebrate someone else's like it it just reinforces the process and helps you enjoy the process that much more and it makes it that much easier to keep pushing forward even through some of those tough times or those plateaus when things don't always seem like they're they're going as fast as they should be so um, yep. encourage you to you know get involved and and uh encourage encourage some other people too
0: yeah, it's a little different tone today's conversation, right? We've done a lot of research over the last episodes yeah. and, and it's been all great. Like, we, we're just going to keep leveling up the conversation, leveling up the science, leveling up the research. Um, but true to our word, beginning with the end in mind, the success story that we shared of this woman is already a success at every single one of those checkpoints yeah. at 240 when she made the decision at 230 when she first lost the first 10 at 190 or at one at 200 when she broke back into the 190s right for the first right. time in decades at 170 when she was worried about getting through it hey 175 was the previous success. It was just right there. She just was looking in the wrong direction. So I want to end on a high note, celebrating the success, the fact that she's re-engaged, she's recommitted, kept the 70 pounds off, no longer a diabetic, off insulin uh, over the last 18 months and ready to push through to the end goal. So um, see you guys inside the group. Hashtag success. Go ahead and click the link in the show notes. Um, And Tommy, as always, thank you for the conversation, sir. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye.
1: So, you've heard today's episode, and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter, where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide
0: to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.